From last night's game, this is Sports Curious, a weekly show that empowers you to join the conversation by sharing the latest topics in sports. Hey, thanks for joining us this week. I'm your host, Amy Butch on Siegfried, and this week we are talking about college recruiting. It's been in the news a bit here and there, the Michael Avenatti accusations against Nike and Zion Williamson, who played for Duke. So we thought we would dive into the nitty gritty of it to kind of understand how it works. But the best part might be the stories that'll be at the end of the podcast, because coaches have done some really crazy things to recruit players. But before we dive into this week's five things to know, let's get a review from one of our listeners. Let's thank Kinsey523 with a five-star review that says, it's great to get the sports info I need to stay up to date in a quick and easy listen. Who has time for ESPN? Thanks for your review. And if you love us so much, head on over to wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review. You might just hear it on air. With that, let's get started. Making it to the big leagues is a big deal, and basically it's nearly impossible. Only 3-5% to of athletes in any sport will make it to the collegiate level, let alone the pros. Some players who are really good are recruited as young as junior high. If you've seen anything about LeBron James' son, Bronny, he's been recruited since I believe he was about 10. Prospective student-athletes have an opportunity to have five quote-unquote paid official recruiting visits to schools. This means that all expenses related to the prospect's visits are paid for by the school. These are also the trips that you hear about that may or may not involve parties and other tactics to get recruits excited about the school. But they and their families cannot receive gifts or payments from any school. Coaches are known to going to all lengths to get their top recruits to commit to their schools. They have school visits, obviously, and the extravagant visits. Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh, well, he climbed a tree for a recruit. He went to school with a top prospect, and he had a sleepover complete with some Netflix with one of them. One coach, well, he wrestled the prospect, and another serenaded a recruit or two, and it worked. Head coaches don't have to only win over the athlete, but their families. One coach went as far as writing a recruiting letter to the prospect's cat. And sometimes things don't always go as planned, like when one mom ran off with the letter of intent and no one could find her. His dad later signed the paperwork and that led to a court battle. He ended up going to the school that he was going to sign the letter of intent to, Arkansas, and played in the NFL. While you may think that a college coach's job is to call plays and win the big game, 50% of their time is spent recruiting. You may remember a story about Arizona State University's football head coach, Herm Edwards. He spent his entire career in the NFL And he had no idea about having to come to a college and coach and recruit. He also didn't know the school's mascot at his welcome press conference, but that's neither here nor there. Thanks for joining us this week. And we want to give a quick shout out and a thank you to Bedford Agency for all their help with today's podcast. Just like we relied on them for this great podcast, college recruits from across the country in all sports and their families well, they rely on Brian, a former Division I recruiting director, and his team to navigate the recruiting process. Thanks, guys. Did you know that you can find anything you hear in this podcast on our website at lastnightsgame.com? We have links to further information as well as the transcripts of all of our podcasts. And lastly, we're keeping you in the game every single day with daily conversation starters on our Instagram account. So head on over there, Last Night's Game, and check it out. We'll see you here next week for another episode of Sports Curious. Sports Curious.